in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second day of the glorious feast of Nativity. And the Gospel of today from John chapter 1, which actually emphasizes the eternal birth of the Son of God. As we know, the Son is begotten from the Father before all ages. There was no time difference between him and the Father. But in the fullness of time, the Son took flesh, became man, and dwelt among us. With the birth of the Son of God, with his incarnation, the history of humanity was divided into two ages, or two covenants. Old covenant before Christ, and new covenant after Christ. And actually, everyone in the world, when we say, for example, we are in year 2022, he is referring to the new covenant after Christ, 2022 years since the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why the birth of Christ divided the age of humanity into two ages, before and after? St. Paul explained this beautifully in the Pauline letter of today, in his letter to Galatians. So let me explain it first, and then when we read together the Pauline letter again, uh, you, you will see the depth and the beauty of these two covenants. St. Paul said Abraham had two sons, Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael was born according to the flesh, means according to the law of nature. Hagar was young, she was conceived, she gave birth to Ishmael. But Isaac was not born according to the flesh. Isaac was born according to the promise. Because Sarah was old, and she cannot give birth at that age. So he said, these two sons, Ishmael and Isaac, represent two covenants. In the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, if you are born from Jewish parents, if you are your father, or your mother, are Jewish, Israelites, then you are from the family of God. So in the Old Covenant, to be from the family of God, you need to be born of the flesh, according to the flesh, from Israel. But in the New Covenant, 
as you heard actually in the Gospel of today, from John chapter 1, verse 13. All those who received him, all those who received Jesus Christ, he gave them authority to be children of God. We are not Jewish by nature. We are not Israelites. But since we believed and we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and our God and our Savior, we received this authority to be children of God. Then he explaining, those who believe in his name, those who are born not according to the blood, not according to the flesh, not according to the will of man, but born of God. So, we are like Isaac, children of the promise. God promised us, if we believe in him, and we accepted him (coughs) as our Lord, God, and Savior, then we are in the family of God. We are adopted by God. We are the children of God. So the old covenant, Ishmael, you are born according to the flesh from Israel. In the new covenant, you are born of the Holy Spirit in baptism. Unless you are born again from water and spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. What about the Old Covenant? Was the Old Covenant able to save the people? No. The Old Covenant gave the people commandments. Do this and this and this and you shall live. And if you don't do it, you shall surely die. The Old Covenant gave a list of commandments, but did not give me the power to keep the commandment. That's why everyone broke the commandment of God. Everyone became under the sentence of death. Everyone became a slave to sin. But in the new covenant, as also we read John, John chapter 1, the law was given by Moses. The law, rules. Like in any country, there is rules. Law. If you violate the law, you are sentenced. The law was given by Moses. But the new covenant grace and truth by Jesus Christ. The big difference between the old covenant and the new covenant is the grace. The grace. By this grace we became children of God. By this grace we have the power to keep his commandment. As you heard in the Catholic letter of today, and we know that his commandments are not burdensome. Why? Why? Because we have the grace. 
We have the grace to carry us, to help us. The grace of the Holy Spirit. In the Old Covenant, all of us, we were slaves under sentence of death, under the burden of the law. But in the New Covenant, yes, we are required to keep the law. But we're keeping the law by the grace of God. And we are not under the sentence of death. But we are free. That's why he said, St. Paul, we are not the children of the bondwoman, Hagar, but we are children of the free woman. Because Christ has set us free through his grace. In the Old Covenant, the people of God were only, only Israel. While the rest of the whole world perished, they were worshipping idols. But in the New Covenant, the whole world became to Christ. So, the New Covenant, as St. Paul, was like a barren woman, did not have any children. But with the birth of Christ, with the birth of Christ, actually the whole world, until the 6th century, became Christian. The whole world became Christian. So, this barren woman that did not bear any children in the Old Covenant, now in the New Covenant, have so many children. This is what actually St. Paul explained in the Pauline letter of today. When he said, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, Hagar, the other by a free woman, Sarah. But he, Ishmael, who was born of the bondwoman, was born according to the flesh. Because Hagar was young, was able to conceive. And he, Isaac, of the free woman, through promise, God promised Abraham and told him, next year you will have a son. Which things are symbolic? So Ishmael and Isaac are symbols. For these are the two covenants, the old covenants before Christ and the new covenant after Christ. The Hagar represents the covenant at Mount Sinai when God gave the law to Moses. The old covenant from Mount Sinai which gives birth to bondage. Gives birth to bondage. Because as I told you, you have the law. You cannot do it. There is no power to, to, to keep it. So all of us who became under bondage. This is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. So Hagar represents Mount Sinai and the covenant on the Mount Sinai. And correspond to Jerusalem, which now is. Correspond to Israel. To those who until now did not believe in Christ. To 
the current Israel who's still waiting for the Messiah, who rejected Jesus Christ, he came to his own and his own did not receive him. So Hagar represents them. Hagar represents Israel, represents Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children because they did not receive the grace of God. They did not receive the grace of sonship to be children of God. But Jerusalem above, the church of the new covenant, our church, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren! Who was barren in the old covenant? The church of the Gentiles, us. All all of us, the non-Jewish people, the non-Israelites, they were worshipping idols. So they were barren. But with the new covenant, Isaiah said, Rejoice, O barren, you who do not bear before. Break forth and shout, you who are not in labor, like Sarah. For the desolate has more, has many more children than she who has a husband. She has a husband, Israel. Israel had the law, had the tabernacle, had the temple, the prophets, the sacrifices, but they did not give birth to children to God. They are under bondage. But the Gentiles, the non-Israelites, because they received Jesus Christ when he was born, they now carry more children and have more children to the kingdom of God more than Israel. Now we, St. Paul is saying, brethren, as Isaac was the children of the promise. Who are the children of the promise? God promised us, if you believe in me, then you will be, you will have authority to be children of God. When we come to be baptized, we come based on this promise that we are here to accept Jesus Christ, to be our Lord God and Savior. Then we are the children of God. And if we are children, then we are heirs, will inherit the kingdom of God. In the story of Ishmael and Isaac, Ishmael was persecuting Isaac. So St. Paul said, as Ishmael was persecuting Isaac, so Israel, the Jews, persecuting the Christian, and especially in the first century, all the apostles were persecuted by Israel, by the Jews. They even crucified Jesus Christ. So he said, but as he, Ishmael, who was born according to the flesh, who represented Israel, then persecuted him, Isaac, who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the scripture says? Cast out the bondwoman Hagar and her son Ishmael. So, those who do not believe in Jesus Christ will be cast out. Why? For the son of the bondwoman, the children of Israel who rejected Jesus Christ, 
shall not be heir with the son of free woman. Will not inherit the kingdom of God with the Christian who believed in Jesus Christ. So then, brethren, we are not the children of the bondwoman, but of the free. We are not children of bondage, but we are children of God. So Jesus came to set us free. He concluded the Pauline letter today by this beautiful verse. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and be, do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So now actually, Jesus came to set us free, to start a new covenant with new promises, with new terms, a covenant based on the grace to set us free. Stand therefore, stand fast therefore in this liberty by which Christ has made us free. So today actually, all the reading are about this new covenant that we received with the birth of Christ. That's why I told you the age of humanity is divided into two covenants, old covenant before Christ and new covenant after Christ. New covenant based on the grace. Let me conclude by defining what grace is. Because as I told you, if I ask you, tell me one word, difference between old and new covenant. This one word is grace. Grace. What is the definition of a grace? Grace is a free gift. Otherwise, we would call it reward. Reward when you do something and you earn it. But grace is a free gift. Given not based on our worthiness, but given because of the goodness of the giver. So there are three elements here in the grace. First element, free. Free gift. Second element, we are not worthy of it. We are not worthy of it. Third element, it is given because he is good. Because his love is abundant and his mercy is plentiful. So he gave us this grace because of his goodness, because of the abundance of his love, the abundance of his mercy. That's the grace. And what is the grace? What did we receive? The grace is the grace of the Holy Spirit. That's why he told us, don't depart from Jerusalem until you receive grace from on high. You receive power from on high. Through the grace of the Holy Spirit, we are born again in baptism and we become children of God. Through the grace of the Holy Spirit, He helps us, He convicts us, He comforts us, He sanctifies us, we become holy temple of God. Through the grace of the Holy Spirit, our sins are forgiven. Through the grace of the Holy Spirit, we are united with the Son of God in communion 
and will become his body and his flesh. So that is a grace that we received in, in the new covenant. In the old covenant, the starting point, you are a sinner. And you have a law. And if you cannot fulfill the law, you are condemned. All of us were condemned. In the new covenant, after you are baptized, the starting point, you are not a sinner. You are righteous. You are justified. Free gift from God. That's a starting point after baptism. Then, when you keep the law, you keep it to keep this righteousness. And if you break any commandment, it's not the end of the world. Through repentance, confession, communion, again, you are righteous again. So, holiness is possible. Righteousness is possible. We are free. We are free in the new covenant. Indeed, Jesus Christ came to establish a better covenant with us, a covenant based on grace. Let us glorify him with the angel saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, good will toward men, glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>